you've made it to the Choose Joy podcast. Here, we will make a conscious effort to choose joy daily. We allow ourselves to heal and grow into the path designed for us. Join me every week to unpack, affirm, and choose joy. Hello and welcome back to really the both of us. First things first, sorry for the wait. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded in October and it's been an upward hill forward ever since, but we made it. We're still here with great things coming. This episode is a mini deep dive into fear and while I thought it was only suitable for the month I recorded it in, around October, spooky season, God quickly showed me that it's applicable for any time. So without further ado, let's finally get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Choose Joy podcast. On this episode, we're going to tap in and talk a little bit about fear. And in the spirit of spooky season, it's only right that we ask ourselves, what are you afraid of? Usually I do chills chats at the end of the podcast, but I wanted to talk about the response I got at the beginning. So, of course, I had a plethora of phobias, fear of bugs, fear of heights, fear of public speaking. But the response that I've gotten the most was death and fear of the future. Dying without finding your sense of purpose. Now, fear can be broken down in a lot of ways, but I want to keep it simple, deep, and a surface level. Fear is an illusion, but I want to tap into the facts. The part of your brain that controls and harvests fear is called the amygdala. It pretty much sends off chemicals that give you that flight or fight instinct when it comes to fear. Fear is usually a reflex to protect us from serious threat. And all those memories are then stored in the amygdala. So for example, you're walking, hiking a path, and you see a snake, right? Your number one instinct is probably to run away from the snake and avoid it. In the future, you know, when you see a snake, to leave or get out of the situation, you're scared, right? That memory is stored in your brain. So the next time that you encounter that same issue, problem, or threat, you know how to overcome it. So stay with me here. There are four elements of fear. Uncertainty, attention, change, and struggle. The amygdala is our best friend when it comes to getting away from dangerous threats. Avoiding those heights, getting out of accidents, avoiding certain animals or things that could be detrimental to our lives. It keeps us living. But it's not our friend when it comes to those threats that are really not threats. They're just a sign of growth and developmental changes in our lives that can really move us to the next chapter. There are four elements of fear. Stay with me. Uncertainty, attention, change, and struggle. Say you're going for that interview, right? And you're really afraid, right? You're uncertain. You don't know what the outcome will be. Will you get the job? Won't you? Will the interviewer like you? Are you going to be appeasing in the situation? Attention. The focus is on you, right? So 
you got to raise your hand in class. Everyone's looking at you. Do you ask the question? You're unsure because you don't know how the situation will pan out. But also, focus is on you. Change. All of us have been in a situation where our lives have changed. Or there is a situation where we can't handle things the same. We have to go a different route. Life throws us curveballs. We talked about that previously, and that can be scary. And struggle, not making it to where we want to be in life, being in a sense of stuck, right? Whether that be financially, mentally, emotionally, that brings fear because it then goes into other elements, uncertainty, attention, change. Usually, When you experience all four, either the four, your amygdala then sends off those fight and flight chemicals to your brain. And this is where there's a bit of a glitch in the brain system. Your amygdala doesn't have the ability to decipher what fears are which, what fears are life-threatening And what fears can push us in the direction that we need to go in? Fear, in a way, stops us from growing and moving forward. And it, in turn, makes us either be impulsive or meticulous. So the question is, how do you combat your fears? How do you get over it? Most people's responses would be, Go out there and be fearless. Avoid anxiety and worry, right? It keeps us from getting better and going to the next level in life. But I'm not here to talk about that and I'm not here to say that to you because that in turn creates shame and honestly, failure. If you tell yourself not to be afraid and do it anyway, and be fearless, and be worryless, and to not have anxiety, I'm here to tell you that you're going to fail miserably. Our body is not designed that way, and you can't just shut something off in your brain. You're just not wired that way. And ultimately, telling yourself that and filling your head with that only creates more doubt and a sense of shame. Now you're walking into that interview afraid, telling yourself not to be afraid, and that doesn't change how you're feeling. It only makes you feel worse because you feel like it's not natural, and you associate a negative connotation when it comes to fear. Fear is good. You're human. It's a sign that you're living, and it's a sign that. Your brain is working well. So thank God that your amygdala is intact. However, use fear as a skill. You can't get rid of it and you can't run from it. So use it. Use it to grow. Listen to your fears by using it as a compass to decide and decipher your course in life. You're human and you're going to experience it. So use it and turn it into a positive. Fear only holds power over us when we don't release it. 
when we keep those fears in and move accordingly based off of what we've labeled it. Your amygdala does an excellent job of sending those chemicals to the brain, but it also stores memories, right? So that you can move that way in the future. God is amazing because our body literally works in sync. And when the amygdala stores those memories, it then controls how you react in the future to threats that you've already encountered. But it's bad when it comes to growing in life. When you don't release the fears that you have, in turn, you just keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And if you do something without making any changes, expecting a different result, that's literally the definition of insanity. And we aspire to live a peaceful life and to get through this journey in the best way we know how. And the only way to do that is to embrace your fears. By knowing how fear works and how our bodies work, it helps us to control our emotions and actually succeed in our chapters in life. So I want you to take out a journal, pen and paper, and write down five things that you are afraid of, whether that be something deep or a surface level fear. And think about how those things are controlling your life. What opportunities have you missed out on because of those fears? What are some things that you won't allow yourself to take advantage of or go after because fear is holding you back? Then, I want you to think of ways that you can run towards it and replace it instead of running from it, right? I don't want to apply to the school because I feel like I won't get in. You feel like you won't get in. You don't know it for a fact. So, things that you don't know for a fact, leading back to uncertainty. You can't control what you don't know and you don't know the future. Go after it and then make the decision based off of whatever your feedback is, right? Change. You might be going through a new chapter in your life. Some of you might be in your 20s. Others of you might be in your 50s. Some of you might still just be starting off in life, right? And the crazy thing about life is we don't know what to expect. It can go in any direction, right? So embrace that. Embrace the fact that you have an opportunity to start fresh every single day. And if you come across a new situation that you haven't seen before, turn it into a positive. You've never traveled this road before. So what are things that I can do differently that I didn't do in my past chapters, what is something new that I can bring to the table that will allow me to grow mentally, spiritually, and emotionally? What can I do that would help me be a better person that maybe I was too afraid to take the risk before? These type of things help us grow and they help us to be better. They help us to be stronger 
and to face other obstacles in life that we may come across. Writing out your fears and or talking about your fears to someone else, even to yourself, really helps you release it, right? Because you don't want to hold it in. That is where the power comes from. And when I tell you that fear is a powerful thing, it is a powerful thing. Because once it controls your mind, it then controls your body. And then it controls your life. And we don't want that. We want to remain in control of ourselves, right? It's all about management. Not getting rid of our emotions, but being a good manager of our emotions, having emotional intelligence, right? We don't want to separate ourselves from life or run away from the things that make us afraid or cause us to overthink or cause us to worry, but we want to run towards it and think of ways that we can replace it with something good, something positive. I want you to remember that the perception is not the reality. The reality is the reality. So don't be afraid and anxious and fearful of things that you don't know. You won't know until you know. And when you do, then make the decision on how you feel. It's easier said than done. But today I want you guys to remember to not be fearless and not turn your fear off, but turn it on. And turn it into a positive. Use it as a skill to get better. Choose joy and choose to live with your fear. And in turn, you'll overcome it. I know that.